I was Excuse using me. it as an alarm clock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just close their eyes and be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> that means get up. Get out of bed. <laughs> Ew. We're recording. Yeah. Oh, not a great way to start that. <laughs> well, everyone knows you're disgusting now. And well, this is going out to Australia, so. Well, well it, it technically goes out everywhere, and Australia. Well, Australians care this time. Are you saying that they didn't like us before? They didn't care about Drag Race Holland. Who? Australians? Mm-hmm. Why not? Are they fond of Hollish people? Ho- <laughs> <laughs> Who's Holly? <laughs> the Dutch. The Dutch. The Dutch. The Belgians. Um, they have good waffles. Um... Australians have good Kylie Minogue. And Vegemite. Well, they have that. I wouldn't say it was good. Delicious. The saltiest thing I've ever tasted in my fucking life. Mm, me too. And no, I, have... I haven't even had it. <laughs> Mine was Marmite. That, but that's still also like not... Marmite. But apparently veg- Vegemite is worse. Well, it wasn't good. Vegemite is worse. I just remember the uh, the Australians, uh, we were at this like, little... Um, You've told this story before. Uh, oh, did I? On this yeah. podcast? Where the woman was like, well, try don't on get your French fries. Yeah. And we were like, no. She's, She's like, like, no. 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 Um, I'm going to rely heavily on you for your knowledge of Australian people for this uh, session of our podcast. Oh, great. I'm glad that the seven days I spent in, that I spent in Australia have will help me so much. Of well, this. the only knowledge I have is Kath and Kim. I don't and know. you don't even know that show? I don't know, even know who that is. There, it's an Australian television show. Well, that's cool. I did not watch any TV while I was there. Kath and Kim. Well, how else am I going to fucking go? I don't know. I'm afraid to fly. It's only six, 17 hours to get there. I actually think it's more. No layovers? No whammies? Uh, they, well, United has a... Uh, <laughs> I did see there was a new one direct to Sydney. Direct from, from Houston, yeah. From Houston? I thought it was... No, from Houston. Houston? Houston. We had a direct flight from Houston to um, Auckland. I don't enjoy that you say Houston. I don't actually say that. You just just did. I don't actually say that. (laughs) Anyways. Um, um, Billy Bob, can you please enlighten us? Well, I'll tell you that my flight was from Houston out to Oakland. Oakland. (laughs) California? Not, not Oakland, California. Oakland, New Zealand. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, yeah, we had a direct flight from Houston to um, Auckland. Auckland. And uh, that was 16 and a half hours on a plane. Damn straight. The entire way. And then that's a three-hour flight from Auckland to Sydney. So I'm Cindy. Think- Sydney. Sydney. Um, so I'm thinking that a direct flight from Houston to... Cindy. Cindy. Um, would be like 18 hours, Nine, maybe almost 19. That's a long time. It's a long time on a plane. Long time. And you have to go backward in time. Forward, forward in time. Forward in time. Forward in time. We skip a whole day. A whole day. A whole day. H-O-L-E. Well. <laughs> well, okay. that's a good response. I love that. 10 out of 10. Would uh, have this conversation again. Um, I watched an episode of Reno 911 recently. 
I Do you remember that show? Never, yeah, I remember. I have never watched that show. It's hilarious. Yeah, Anyways. I... I from what I understand, what I gathered from many memes, memes, uh, memes lots of memes everywhere, um, it does look like quite the entertaining show. Oh, it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, so two of the officers have to take somebody from Reno to Thailand. And so they get on a plane to go to Thailand. Uh-huh. Um, and... I'm not going to spoil the whole bit because the bit is very funny. But one of the guys is like, I just <laughs> just became a member of the Mile High Club. He went into the bathroom and, he, and then the steward or the the air hostess comes by and says, all right, who jerked off in the bathroom? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> not this. Um, yeah, that's gross. But also hilarious. Wouldn't that only be like the half mile club then? Not like the full like mile high club? I think it was uh, a joke. Yeah, yes, I intend it's a joke. I think it was a joke. But now I'm analyzing into it and then ruining the joke. Mm. Stop. No. Absolutely not. Um, I'm just good at that. I just like to ruin things. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, the only thing I know about Reno 911 is the one point where... Uh, they uh i think one of the officers pulls over uh this like drunk driver step bump <laughs> and step, it's like bump, bump. Uh, step then <laughs> he like does Chasse. it wrong <laughs> it's like what well, do you th- I, I can't do that cuz i'm drunk it's like ah uh, you got me put hands, your hands on the vehicle <laughs> she's one of my favorites that's funny wendy mcclendon covey mcclendon covey uh, excuse me wendy is she uh, australian no oh you know who is Australian? Who? Cheers. Rupal? Rupal? Um, definitely not, because I'm worried about her uh, in Snatch Game again. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, who was I going to say? I don't remember. Doesn't matter. <laughs> the um, Was it involving the show or just somebody random? Somebody random. Oh. Oh, no, no, I remember. Did you ever see The Walking Dead? Uh-huh. The, like, Rick, the guy who plays Rick, I never knew he was Australian. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, crazy. Because, especially because he does, like, a southern accent, like, (laughs) a southern Georgia accent. Decently? Decently, yeah. I don't know if it's good, but I don't, I don't know Georgia accent, so. I just, I just assume they're very similar to Dallas. Do I know anyone from Georgia? Absolutely not. I meant the country. Oh. Yes, um, all of my friends are from Tbilisi. Who? All of my friends from Tbilisi. You have friends? Only, yeah. Slavic people. Okay. I vibe really well with Slavic people. That makes sense. You, I mean, it, it just looks like part of your... Um, really harsh. Aura, just like a harsh, just very yeah. like thick, just like... We're all like, <laughs> we don't need you. We've got beats. Lots of tracksuits. I love it. It's part suit. of your mm-hmm. your fashion mm-hmm. all the time. Yep. Adidas tracksuits, um, getting down to the Slavic squat. Oh, I don't even do that. Oh, that's a. I just drink vodka. A, a big thing. Oh, from t- turnips, potatoes, beets, beets, beet vodka. How do you make um, liquor out of beets? What 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 liquor would that be? Is it a whiskey? Mm-hmm. No. Vodka, beet vodka. Okay, hey Google. Google. What liquor can you make out of beets? Warning, when your recipe calls, please include 
Oh my oh. god, beat and fuse. Oh no, I don't need it. No. Um, Google stop. Is distilled entirely from sugar beets, giving it an unprecedented flavor that rises above typical corn and grain varieties of vodka. So it makes vodka. I have a weekend project. You can make <laughs> you can make uh, vodka out of sugar from beets. You can make beet sugar. Yes. Just Who knew beets it. had so much sugar in them? What well, they taste a little sweet. I love beets. They're also really starchy. Starches are made out of sugars. Are they made of sugars? I don't know. Someone tell me that. Tell me, starches made of sugars. I think they're made of some sugars. I'm, I'm just. This is the biochemistry part of me jumping out. I could be wrong. I'm probably wrong. Have you ever pickled beets? Excuse me. Love pickled beets. You made me eat a pickled beet, didn't you? Yeah. They were all. Beets. They were all right. They just still tasted really like earthy. Earthy. No, they don't. They taste like. Cute. When I was a child, my mom was always like, they taste like candy. That's how and I feel I'm about like, They taste like candy. That's how I feel about pickles. Pickle candy? No, just... What would happen if you pickled a jelly bin? We can pickle that. <laughs> Did you ever watch Portlandia? I love it. I've that. seen every episode. Oh, I've seen seen the whole damn thing. Uh, put a bird on it. Those are my two favorite things. Also, you go. No, you, you go. go. You go. No, 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 you no. Go. You go. You go. You go. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, so many good things came out of that. Did they? Yeah. Carrie Brownstein. She did come out. She did. She's a lesbian. I think she's bisexual. Or is she a lesbian? No, I think she's a lesbian. No, she's a lesbian. She's just a band. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> did you know that this podcast is about drag queens? <laughs> oh, I did not know and that. And televised drag competitions? And we keep bouncing around things about like um, um, like some... Uh, this is our media podcast. <laughs> we just talk about whatever. Um, because it's our show. And, and not, not yours. yours. Also, that, media. Is that copywritten? Um, I haven't watched any of the new episodes. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, they're so good. They're so good. How many are there now? What? Two. Two, two or three? Two now. Two. So, and the new one comes out tomorrow. <gasps> so there'll be three? Wow. That means I gotta catch up. Maybe I'll do um, that during uh, my lunch break. Just have drag queen screaming well, in my I little, don't think there'll my be little an, corner. Uh, I think you, you'll still have a bunch of extra time. If because I watch their 15-minute episodes. Uh, well, I don't really have a lunch break, so if I'm eating... You just take two hours. Yeah, I do, actually. So you'll need to find something else to do. Hmm. Maybe I'll research our movie podcast a day early. No, no. Absolutely. Bad, bad idea. I'm gonna I still feel like I have a fucking spider on me. <laughs> you, don't yeah. feel, you don't ever feel like that? Maybe have you I ever heard high. of uh, highway uh, hypnosis? Is that where you like fall asleep? Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> where you get hypnotized by the highway and then you autopilot drive for thousands of miles. Like when you're not supposed to? No, you you that you had planned to anyway. But then you <clears throat> you like snap out of it. You say you're like in Chicago and you start driving towards Seattle and you snap out of it and you're in idaho already but i'm supposed to be there you're headed that way but you don't remember any of the points between chicago and idaho no that happens to me all the time i just think that it's just because i i'm driving the same road that i'm just like oh i mean it used to happen whenever i would use to drive back to shirts i would just be like and be like oh i'm only like 30 minutes from the home now that's uh that's uh crazy it happens, it happens even on short drives here in Houston. Also, on my way here, 
This is what I get for reading road signs. So good for me because I got on the highway and there was like one of those little like little things, those like a little light things, the light things that tell you things that are happening. The temporary signs. N- no. Oh, the ones that are like COVID alert. Yeah, they give you the different alerts. Well, there was one that was like major accident uh, on 45 at Patton, um, like something blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I think that's where I'm going. But I don't, didn't ever remember. It, I couldn't remember because, it, it, you know, sometimes it tells you like things down in Galveston. I'm like, that's not helpful to me. Like whatever. Silver alert. Exactly. Fulton, Texas. <laughs> exactly. So I was like, I think that's where I'm heading, but I'm not sure. So then I'm like, I'm going to take 610. So then as I'm on 610, I'm like, I look up the like little thing. And I was like, yeah, you need to go this way. Uh, because that way would have taken you 30 minutes to get there. So I'm like, glad I didn't do that. Because I would have showed up at Spencer's house at 930. <laughs> and we would have been 20 minutes into the podcast already. <laughs> and we're only 12 right now. We're only, so there we go. If only I we had that I hadn't just kept blabbing on. I would have just been like, we gotta get going. We gotta. It's oh, late, Chris. You're just so late. Instead, oh. I would have been. Instead, we were like, show me a meme. Yeah. And you laughed for five minutes. I laughed only for a little bit. You know, made, you know, so, no, it's all right. <laughs> would you laugh again? Yes. You were laughing right now, thinking yeah. about it. <laughs> Yes, you fucking yes. psychopath. <laughs> they are very small people. Okay, anyway, we don't need to tell who it is. No, leave them guessing. Leave them guessing. Uh, oh, I can see my name somewhere. Um, yeah, that was just uh, making me sweat. Too much laughing. Um, um, anyways, you know what else is calming? What? Recent Gallup polls show that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger in the highest levels in over a decade. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to studies, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you are a dog parent, you probably know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can, but what about the anxiety we may have passed on to our dogs? Baked Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs, and Baked Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BakedBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Baked Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% using promo code Spoopy15. Spoopy15. Baked Bones is an LGBTQ owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Baked Bones proudly donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the U.S. Need your bones ASAP or want to support small businesses? Baked Bones are now available at Man Ready Mercantile in the Houston Heights or at Man Ready Mercantile on South Congress in Austin. Baked Bones. Yes. yes spencer are you ready to book that next getaway sure am then who better to book your next vacation than with our friends at cruise planners cruise planners, cruise planners is rated number one in the country and aside from the fact that these guys are a lgbt and veteran-owned franchise cruise planners was also co-founded by a member of our own community as your land and cruise experts they provide the best service possible to work closely with all forms of travel including other lgbt-owned vacation suppliers no matter where you are in the u.s cruise planners can help you if you can dream it cruise planners can book it 
So call today at 210-560-1325 or visit our website at Isle Seat Travel. That's I-S-L-E SeatTravel.com. See what I did there? Mm-hmm. Isle Seat Travel, the best seat to have. Who's booking your next escape? Zoom. Zoom. I thought you said Isle Seat Travel. Zoom. I don't think I've ever done that, but... Well, fine. you can't switch it up on me well, like that. I don't think I switched it. But well, you, you did a little bit. I don't. I don't think that I did. But that's 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 fine. But yeah, you did. <laughs> no. Um. I want chickens. In your home. Yes, but Savannah won't let me. That's why I saw my name, and I was like, "Excuse me." You got mad at a woman coming over at six fifteen. Do you know what time chickens are gonna start? Cacaoing? Uh Only the roosters cacao. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How are you going to get eggs? A rooster. How you gonna, how are you going to get eggs? I think you just need like have a rooster just like a, to do something to them and then you can like... Hey, uh, Tabitha, can you bring your rooster over on Saturday for some sex with my chickens? We just need your cot. I mean, not like that. What... <laughs> She's like, Tabitha's cocks. God. <laughs> Tabitha's Seven, cocks. One, three, four, four, six, cocks. C O C K S. Actually, just C O X. Yeah. It'd be uh, 713 446 uh, 4 C O X. C O X S. Okay. Coxes. Coxes? Yeah. Coxes. I like the four cocks, but that's fine. Okay, seven one three four six Cox. No, <laughs> that's still not enough. It has to be the correct amount of numbers. That's, that's what I said. C double O K or C. No, I'm trying to C double O. That's, I spell it for the girls all the time. Cox. Cox. K S. Cox. Five. No, I was saying C O X. Cox. Yeah, well, that's not enough letters. Oh my God! Yes, it is. Seven one three four six eight. Four cocks. Okay, that's good. See? Okay. Get it? That's where I was going with that. You just want to listen to me. That, well, this is not an actual ad. Please don't call that don't, number. Don't, don't call that number. <laughs> we are not sponsored Hi, by that I'm listening to a gay podcast. They said you <laughs> they guys said, have cock? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Sir. Sir. Yes, yes me too. We do. What, time, what time do you need it? <laughs> that was just actually just a grinder number that I <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Some man is going to get a lot of attention from uh, our 10 listeners from our failing podcast. We're going to get a, a, a Facebook message. Please hey guys, cease and desist. Thanks. I really appreciate it. But it's getting too much now. I, I keep referring a, people to your podcast. I have all the cocks I can handle, okay? Well, we weren't selling them to you. You think the person that's getting the calls is receiving them? At this point, I don't even know. What I are we think advertising that calling for? there to be to be uh, distributed? Oh, hmm. how did you have any cocks did we to open? Did we just open a sex work line? Um, I do not support any of the ideas that are <laughs> <laughs> talked about on this podcast. We are not a part of this podcast anymore. Uh, my name is Spencer, and I'm signing out. My name and social security number is <laughs> Christopher White. Uh, I live at. <laughs> My address is 144. Four Cox. Four Cox. Cox, Cox Street. Street. <laughs> it's the big uh, house shaped like a dick. Ooh. 
Hear me out. A, like a spiral observatory situation, but it's a dick in front of your house. So the castle from The Little Mermaid. Yes. Just like that. Just a giant railing penis. Underwater. Mm-hmm. Because it's wet. Yes. Um, anyways, <laughs> let's talk about our drag queens. Should we d- do something now? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Well, uh, we are talking about a drag race down under. I know it's uh, very confusing because there's been 20 minutes of not talking about anything drag. Yeah, not a single bit. Just random absolute nonsense. But um, we're here for the first season of the most Dingo Ate My Baby drag race ever. I am so ready for it. Um, uh, we get some Kiwis in there. We get some uh, Dango Eating Babies. Uh, barbecue. Bobbies. I don't think they actually say that. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, they just cook meat on fire. That's what a barbecue is. Yeah, but they don't call it that. They call it the bobby. They say fire meat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, call in. Let us know. Hey, call in while we're asleep. <laughs> um, let us know. Uh, Leave us a message. I'll get to it next l- week. L- <laughs> next week. Next month. <laughs> I'll have Chris tell me about it next week. <laughs> Someone will send us a message and be like, oh, yeah. Okay. I really don't like your portrayal of the promo of the Queens of Holland's Drag Race. Oh, well, that was a while ago. Message sent <laughs> December 2019. <laughs> Whenever we talked about it. Was it even out? No, it was last year. Anyways, it doesn't matter. <clears throat> um, yeah, so we're talking about a drag race down under. This is, well, RuPaul's drag race down under. So RuPaul is down there with his good Judy, oh. Michelle Visage. All right. Okay. What? Because all of the the um, uh, platforms have been calling it Durdu, drag race down under, not RPD. Oh, well, no, it, on World of Wonder, it shows RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I'm still going to call it Dirty okay. in my notes. Okay. If you want to. But it is officially a RuPaul's Drag Race situation. So they are officially Ru Girls. Well, all the girls <clears throat> are Ru Girls. I don't know. Except I don't. I don't I've never seen any Canada's... I have never seen or heard any Canada's Drag Race girls call themselves Rue Girls, even though they are. Well, that's just because Rue in French means street. I don't think that that's the reason yes, why. Yes, and they don't want people to think that they're hookers. Okay, well, we're not talking about Canada's Drag Race. We're talking about Australia's Drag Race. Can we talk about Canada's Drag Race for no. a little bit? <laughs> Maybe later this year. We're supposed to get another season of that at some point. I just want to talk about Lemon. Okay. She's so yellow. Oh, that's, that's it? it? Oh, good talk. I'm you glad you had it. Lemon. A nice, juicy, juicy lemon. <laughs> Anyways. <clears throat> um, yeah. So, we did an episode last week of the promo looks. <laughs> that are also the entrance that looks. That end up being the exact same interest looks. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that's Saving some time today. One look that we get knocked out of here, so that's pretty cool. Um, I do love watching the Queen's enter, but of course, yes, we've already seen these. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I just kind of glazed over because I already saw them. Yeah. There was a couple looks that <clears throat> I thought looked better 
than in a still in a well yeah in a still but also the opposite that looked better in person than they did in the still like scarlet adams i like scarlet adams in person more than i did in in the still in, in the, the thing picture. yeah in the picture um they read jojo for being a little unpolished yeah and then they came for electric and did oh, it the they same came way hard for electra and i was like ooh. and then they had just read jojo for being unpolished and then jojo was like electra how long have you been doing drag? Mm-hmm. And like, and I was like you, you just, just got came for it. No, you're going to come for it? For her the same way. Exactly. Especially when these queens are much older than you and are also much fa- more famous than you <laughs> before Super drag. Super shady. Yeah. Um, and then Kita, Kita Mean throws a little shade about her uh, show partner, Anita, uh, before Anita has walked in. Mm. I think that's terribly fabricated. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent produced. Yeah, large shady moment about her coming in and being. Now there's drama. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh, drama between people who work literally work together and make money together. Like yeah. that'd be like someone you and I walking into the same workroom together and be like, "Ooh, Spencer and Chris are, are what do you here." Think of Chris and I'll be like, "He's trash. He's garbage." He's a and garbage then we walk human in being. And be like, they're like, "What are you gonna Ooh. say now?" And I'm like. Chris is fuck you. Chris is garbage, and I hate him. And be like, ooh, Spencer is threatened by me being here. And then we both go. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, and then of course there's etc. etc. coming coming in. And Miss Cockroach, yes, she is so fucking gorgeous. She's so pretty. Oh my god, she's stupid. Mm-hmm. Stupid campy. She's a drag little weirdo. Queen. Yeah. Um, she comes in falling apart and all the girls are like, Oh, oh, oh she's my God, falling apart. Antenna. But she's like, like girl, I don't give a shit. Yeah. She's like, look, I still got it. Um, and then of course, surprise, surprise, Anita Wiglet comes in. Uh, and everyone's like, <gasps> yeah. face crack yeah. of the century. So crazy. Um, yeah. As if we could not have possibly seen it <laughs> Zahara Benet says, uh, just for this face crack of the season. Isn't that what she called? Oh, the gag of the season. So that's the gag of the season. Mama, that wasn't even a gag. No. <laughs> um, yeah, Art Art then tries to stir the pot, saying, you know, Kira, why don't you say what you uh, said about Anita? Um, and then she's like, yeah, I thought she said she was riding my coattails. That's it. <laughs> Period. Period. What I really enjoy about... Um, these Australian drag queens is they're literally like shady face to face, but everybody knows it's a joke. Yes, it's I I feel like Australian uh, drag or I guess Australian uh, Australian and New Zealand drag is very like camp. It's I feel all like it's camp. Like this like I'm yes. calling you a bitch, but it's it, a joke. Yes, and so it makes me feel like their drags. Community, it's not true. Uh, their drag community is quite tight, uh, which is um, good. Good for me, in my opinion, because then you actually like get queens who have all at least heard of each other or you know work together in some way, shape, or form, and they get to be friends. Plus, I think that's just like being an Aussie or a Kiwi that they're just friends with everyone. Because uh, I mean, whenever I was there, people were not afraid to talk to people like people in America are. Or and you know States, that's what most of the people worldwide say about people from the states that we talk to everyone people from the states are so friendly they'll talk to anybody well like i'll help someone off the streets but i mean we literally had people who were just like would i guess eavesdrop and some people could see that as rude but they'd just be like oh yeah just pop in the conversation and think everything is normal like and i didn't ever mind it i thought it was really fun (laughs) see i think that's a bit strange why 
to talk to people. Any, I don't want to be speaking to strangers. I don't. Really they, and that's what I'm saying. They just like pop in and just be talking to us and having a good old time. I just enjoy the part where they're like, "You're a fucking saucy cunt, aren't mm-hmm. you?" And the person's like, "No, I'm not a fucking saucy cunt. You're a fucking. <laughs> You're a bitch. You're a uh, uh, dingo fucker." <laughs> and they're like, "Ah, you <laughs> that's fucking... funny." <laughs> yeah, that, it just rolls off their shoulders. Very uh, water off a duck's back. Very water quickly. Off a duck's back. Yes. Uh, which I like that. Me too. Um, so then we get our first... Wait, in- wait, wait. Oh. I do want to say that they're... Tr- I feel like they might be trying to paint Art as a shady bitch. Oh, I didn't notice that. Because she was like, oh, well, well, tell us what you said about it earlier. And, I mean, in a classic, I mean, in probably not in this setting, in another season, they'd have been like, that's fucking shady. Mm-hmm. But in this moment, they were just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah like just kind of joked it off. I see. I didn't even get that vibe. I did get the vibe that it was an overproduced moment of like, oh, you're trying to pin two people who know each other very well and literally work together against each other. But I don't think it's going to happen, girl. Yeah. And I'm sure at some point we're going to end up with a, a lip sync between Kidamine and Anita Wiglet. Of just, course. Just so they can be like, oh, someone sent someone home. But like, bitch, they're going to go right back to working together after this. And guess what? They're going to be twice as famous. No, ten times as famous. <laughs> and they still work at the same club because how many clubs are in Auckland? Uh, so I didn't ever find them. <laughs> but I was only there for three days. So, so I mean, one is bringing the talent and the people in. It's just if that person's like, or whichever one it is, is mm-hmm. like, I'm going to be worldwide. Yeah, like, well, I'm going to take my talent. Well, they can both be worldwide. They can take their talents together. Just saying. Yeah. Let's get smart here, ladies. Um, and then... Make that double but double the money. Be like, oh, yeah, we can charge twice as much because two Rue girls are now performing together and doing their routine together. If you remember Chris Brown's 2009 hit, Dance Forever, Double Your Pleasure, Double Your Fun, which is, I think, um, an... Uh, a, a euphemism for double mint gum. Uh, I th- it's, I think it was an advertisement this entire time, and I just I don't think people really got it because I mean gum is really that's that's pleasure, isn't it? Double your pleasure, double your fun. Yes. Double double. When I think about double mint fun, I think of gum. When I think about fun, I think of the band. Remember them? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Um, my favorite thing from childhood uh, <laughs> was. The that wasn't even childhood. That was no, not that. Oh. Foods that they would advertise it was like it's fun. Purple ketchup, it's fun. That and like there's nothing the fun green, about the food. green ketchup and the purple ketchup used to gross me the fuck out. Did it taste any different? Absolutely not. It was just food color. It tasted a little different. Uh, I thought. Well, it's probably the food coloring. They use yeah. a shit ton of food coloring, and then your shit is green. Your shit was different colors. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, uh, and <laughs> then our last queen. Walking into the workroom, our queen of finance, Karen. Karen from finance. Karen from finance, walking into the workroom, plumb past her marks, and I died. And just like kept on walking. She's like, I couldn't see the X. I can't see it. Um, I do also have to say that uh, her name precedes her only. I didn't. I only know her because of Tracy uh, and Trixie and Katya. Tracy and Katie. Trace Tracy and Katie. Um, because they were like, my favorite drag name is Karen from Finance. It's and, a good drag name. And they, name. they talked about her. They said that she was a queen from Australia because they said that, like, they met a queen from Australia or knew a queen from Australia and her name was Karen from Finance. So 
she's literally on the first season of RuPaul's Drag Race Down I almost said Houston's Drag Race Down Under RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under in the sewer in, in the, the bayou in the bayou just all the drag queens just swimming just around casting Ooh. spells oh, that'll really uh, get in your tuck um, anyways uh, I, I it was one of those moments that I was like oh my god I know you but I don't really because Tracy and Katie told us to know you yeah. so I was like we're, this is real celebrity bullshit. Well, it hasn't happened for... Um, in, well, it has happened a little bit. So for Drag Race UK, I had heard of Davina DeCampo before. Okay. Um, but that was about it. Mm-hmm. I hadn't heard of any of the Canada's Drag Queen Queens Mm-mm. or any of the Holland's Drag Queen Queens. Um, I mean, it happens every year for the States. RuPaul's Drag Race, yeah. I mean, who's going to be on next year? Yeah. Bambi Banks Coulet. Everyone knows every D- Darian Lake's coming back for All Stars every single uh. season. Every season since season three, Darian Lake's coming back. I'm like, I just don't think she posts on social media that much. <laughs> she has a TikTok. She does she really? Yeah. Is she funny? She's pretty funny. I, I mean, she. Is, I think that she's funny. I've seen her at a haters roast before, and I was like, Darian motherfucking Lake, you are a shady, shady bitch. bitch. And she was on. She was just hosting. She wasn't even like uh, doing any jokes. I mean, she was doing her jokes, but she wasn't like. Uh, she didn't go up to the podium to be like, let me read my jokes kind of thing. Uh, but she's a funny lady. I like Darian Lake. Darian Lake's one of my favorites. Um, Darian, anyways. Darian. So then we get our um, mother. Mother Rue walks in. Um, she has, or Ru- She's just kind of like a... RuPaul walks in. Yeah, RuPaul walks in. Um, and all the queens are just going wild. And bitch, I would too. If, if this was my first time, first of all, walking into the workroom already, I'd just be like, <laughs> I'm fucking here. It's crazy. I would look like, et cetera, et cetera. I'm just like, yes. And then have my fucking antenna fall off. Um, or I'd look like electroshock and just have hair that is just dead, dead and going every single direction. Um, when she didn't mean it to be. Anyways, so then we get. To find out what our mini challenge is, um, kind of a it goes back to it gave me like early Drag Race vibes, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race vibes, where it was like let's just be super campy and stupid, uh, and I was like okay, I like that, but also it's kind of like ooh, cringe. It was it's always like a little bit of cringe, uh, but They're like we had no idea. Yeah, but I did like that they brought in uh, Taika Watiti because he is literally. Uh, first of all, super hot. Uh, and second of all, he is a director for uh, some of the Marvel movies. So I was I, like... I was unimpressed. I fangirled. It, I was unimpressed because uh, I think they just showed him some clips and said, react to these. I don't even know if he showed them the clips. I don't think they, they showed were him just the clips. Like, Make some reactions to what you think to, is bad. What you, what think, you think is, is good. good. Just like... <gasps> yeah, I agree. Uh, so that's why I said that we get to uh, uh, have Taika Waititi here... Kind of, <laughs> in parentheses. Because I don't think that he was actually a part of any of that. And RuPaul was just like, hey, thanks for being here. Can you do some reactions? Thanks. Yeah. Um, did you write anything for this? Uh, just that I was really impressed with Electra. I was, yeah. Um, and then I really liked it, etc. Oh, yeah. She was a little weirdo. And she's like, you really have, um, found yourself or something. And she's like, well, somebody's got to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really found it inside. you. She's like, well, someone's got to do it. Um, yes, I did enjoy et cetera, et cetera. Um, 
But yeah, then we find out that Electra Shock wins the mini challenge, which everyone had just written her off. So mm-hmm. I was like, good for you, becoming strong right off the bat. You saying, tell somebody. Exactly. So I'm proud of her for taking that step and be like, hey, look at me. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. Um, and then we get our maxi challenge, which is a ball. A ball, which I'm excited for a, a ball. category ball. Yes. It's still a ball. But... I guess RuPaul didn't want to make them work too hard just yet and make them like, because normally the ball is like you get two looks and then the third look you have to make. So yeah. I guess they didn't want to make them make something. Um, yeah. Who knows? But the first look is born naked. Born naked. Nude illusion. Um, I have to ask why. So it has been a category before. Yes, it has. Season seven. But I hated it. I oh, think that I this. I loved it. Oh no! I think this was one of the worst runways of all time. <sighs> this one on this show just now? No, no, no. The born naked runway in season seven. I thought that was a worse, worse thing to do because Katya was naked and she showed her literal asshole. Yes, but also I just. No one knew what to do for that challenge. And then especially on season seven, they got red for filth for wearing any body suits. So like you literally wanted these drag queens to give you man body. Like what, what, what were they supposed to do? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, we're all just trying to live up to Shay's image of that body suit. Exactly. Which that's also what I was worried about. And it happened. So, well, then the queens all get to make up for it with their No Place Like Home category, mm-hmm. uh, where they showcase their hometown. Yes. And I get to understand none of the references. Me too. <laughs> um, so then the queens all rush to get their spot in the workroom and start thirsting after each other, which I think is hilarious. Um, and then Anita tries to get her makeup off in one of the uh, makeup spots. And she's like, it's all, are all the makeup spots taken? And everyone's just a dick to her. It's like, yeah, they're all taken. And I'm like... Let her just take off her makeup. What the fuck is the problem? Just share a mirror. It's not that big of a deal. But also, I have to say, Judge as a Ho is so hot. <laughs> I thirsted after him. Well, I don't know who they were saying was the attractive one. I don't know who it was. There was a lot of them. Um, Kiramin thought that Maxi Shield was... Uh, no, no, she didn't think she was trade. She called her the tradee of the season. The tradee is like someone who's who works on things like a mechanic uh, or things like that so there's trade and tradee tradee was like the they're like that the dirty like our grunge. gay slang or just australian gay slang it's uk and uh oh you mean trade or tradee 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 is slang is not gay slang tradee is just slang for like a blue collar worker mm. okay I was mixing the two, and I was like, wow, she really thinks that Maxi no. Shield is hot. The first time I watched it, I was like, she's really thirsting after Maxi Shield, and I'm so confused. And then someone... I was like, was, not that Maxi Shield is not attractive, but I mean, it's yeah. she's not, not anything to write home about. Yeah. And so then the next um, the ne- next thing that got me was when I watched it the second time, uh, when et cetera, et cetera, and... Um, Coco. Coco Jumbo were talking about uh, her looking like a truck driver. And I was like, oh, tradie. A tradie literally is someone like a blue collar worker. Someone who goes around and fixes co- a mechanic or, uh, you know, HC, H, H, what am I saying? HVAC, HVAC. worker, yeah. Um, or a plumber or something like that. Those are tradies. Um, I was like, okay, now I got it. Uh, but then. Uh, Coco Jumbo and, and et cetera, et cetera, are shocked that Electra won. And I'm like, you guys are still being shady. But then Coco, then she's like, I don't even know who she is. And then et cetera, et cetera, points her out. 
um, in the corner. And Coco Jumbo's like, see, I wasn't <laughs> sure if she was like, oh, she's. She's hot. hot. No, yeah, that, that's what I assumed. I could be wrong, but she was. I, I assumed that she started thirsting after her. I feel like I might be putting a bit of a bias on that because I'm like, oh, I thought. I think that uh, Electra is an attractive man. Oh, I, I don't. You don't? I don't. Know oh. that. I do. So you're okay. wrong. It's okay. No. Oh. Things well. are subjective, and people are allowed to have opinions, and yours is wrong. <laughs> Spencer, I feel like that's a microaggression. <laughs> Spencer no, <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> um yeah so I just thought it was really funny that Coco Jumbo started thirsting after after they were just trying to read her for Phil um, and then Electra they cut to Electra feeling like the underdog in the kitchen kitchen um, the underdog in the competition and Kid Amin tells her well you can be the dark horse and I'm like, that's also that's not really a compliment to be like, yeah, well, I, that means that I am also what what oh uh, no I I thought that I was going from the direction of saying that Kid Amin is saying I'm agreeing with the idea that uh, you didn't come in too hot and then you can come in and uh, win things now because uh, I mean if she thought that she was really good she'd be like no like I think that you know like you're you really have you're, got it going on yeah you're really yeah. doing it look at you know you're doing you got your nails on you're selling your dress you're doing drag one might say that one might say that I have I've heard that critique before um, is it raining is it raining in here no it's no. just a little it, it's okay it's a drizzle dri- little drizzle um, yeah so Nothing else really happened unless you got anything. Mm. No. Okay. Well, then we get a new day in the work room, uh, and the girls start getting ready for the runway. I feel like we just things just kind of went went real fast here. Um, so we start to learn. Uh, we get a little bit from Jojo Zaho. We get a little moment with her um, and uh, get to hear about her past. She lives uh, as an Aboriginal uh, and uh, native. What? What? native first first nations person um and uh that she lived on a mission which i didn't know what that was uh but then when she explained it, it sound kind of like a like the project slash for segregation and whatnot um what yeah basically um and so that just reminds me and reminds us that racism happens everywhere uh, and that racial struggles can happen in other countries, too, or are happening in other countries, too, at the same time. So I understand that, um, you know, we have our own battles with, uh, like, making sure that the Black Lives Matter movement is still moving forward and, uh, you know, pr- police brutality here. But then in Australia, at the same time, they're facing police brutality of a First Nations people um and the the you know segregation and just the mistreatment and whatnot so these things happen countries all across the world so yeah everywhere um yeah i i knew it uh, had known a little bit about uh the mistreatment of natives in australia yeah um and i think that what i had mostly read about was like an entire generation of native children were put into like uh 
what kind of school like like sleepaway schools boarding schools Mm -hmm. to indoctrinate them into like assimilation yeah yeah and that's one difference that i really liked whenever i was visiting in um new zealand uh versus australia because new zealand took many steps and have been taking many steps since the 1980s and 1970s uh to really like force like acknowledge that white people came in and colonized and completely destroyed Maori culture and are then instead like trying to reverse that. So they have changed the names of uh, all their streets and all their like basically everything to, uh, and also education to educate people about the Maori people so that the, that the white people that are there understand where their Island came from and why it is the way it is. Um, and like where the birth of their nation came from, because without the native people there, the Maori people being there, the Australians or I'm sorry, the New Zealanders would have never survived. And so Australia didn't ever take those steps and doesn't look like they'll ever take those steps there. Um, so it's very like it's that weird divide of seeing how successful New Zealand was at trying to um, make amends. And I would even go a step to say reparations for what they've done. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. That's a wholly different conversation. <clears throat> that has nothing to do with drag race. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying that that's, that's what we're discussing, or that's what Joe Zaho was talking about. Yeah. Uh, but I do feel like of the Commonwealth countries, Australia is uh, in last place for uh, reconciling those things. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, so then we, uh, talk a bit about, uh, Kida mm-hmm. and her gastric bypass. Mm-hmm. Um, she feels a little self-conscious about doing a naked, or a naked, a nude illusion drag because, um, she's recently lost a lot of weight mm-hmm. and she used to be a bigger queen and now she isn't. Um, and coming to terms with showing that much skin in drag is something that she, uh, is having a struggle with yeah and uh, that's understandable when you struggle with your weight and struggle with your self-image even when you lose weight you're still going to have that like that feeling of mm-hmm. where like what you've been and you know st- stuff like that so i completely understand that yeah and then i mean a nude illusion is that's the most difficult thing to do and that's the first one out of the gate exactly mm-hmm. and we had a storyline like this in season seven uh with tempest de, tempest de jour where she lost a whole bunch of weight um and she i mean there was a lot of people who didn't really want to show off their bodies like be naked so i mean i, I wouldn't do it i wouldn't really want to so that's what i'm saying i don't like this challenge i think it's uh, awkward and um at some point it's demeaning and i think it's completely unnecessary but i mean i don't think it's a very comfortable for really any body type Mm-mm. even if you're super skinny and then you can still have people who have dot body dysmorphia who are super skinny who have been trying to gain weight on the opposite side you have all spectrums of of body dysmorphia here and i understand that that rupaul is trying to be like love your body in the way it is it's like yeah but also you're putting them propping them up on a international fan base for them to potentially be made fun of for their bodies so that and they haven't even got a chance to like make friends and feel comfortable with their position like Mm-hmm. with their peers in a competition exactly they're still like, like who are these people that i'm in a work are, room. and i'm naked around mm-hmm. them i agree uh so there's that um and then uh then we um get into drag 
Oh, no. Well, yeah, kind of. Um, Scarlet has a massive tear. Yeah, the massive blowout. I'm like, ooh, and that's a silicon bodysuit. I'm sure it is hella expensive. Uh huh. Oh, absolutely. Because those titties are hella expensive. If she had a bodysuit made for her drag body, custom made, I'm sure that was like $2,000 at the minimum to be made. Um, Probably more. I would not imagine more. Yeah. Because like those titties are like six hundred dollars, just like the just the and titties. That's not that Australian go, dollars. Those are not that. Yeah, that's not even Australian dollars. You'd have to multiply that by I'm trying to do math. The speed of light. This probably I would say close to nine hundred Australian dollars. No, it'd be less than that. Eight fifty, somewhere around there. For what? The whole suit? No, no, no. For, for the, the for just for tits. Yeah, because if it's six hundred here, it's around eight fifty there. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Good. Uh, I mean, well. Not necessarily good because she uh, broke the whole damn she thing. She ripped it, blew it out, like full on explosion. Which, I mean, that thing must be difficult to get into because mm-hmm. where's the seam? The seam is in the back. So you have to shove your whole entire fucking legs down and stretch into it. into it. Yeah. And yeah. And I mean, you powder it and you powder it, but. No matter it, what, it's no still going to be. Yeah. It's, it's, you have to lube your body to get into it if you really want to get into it that easily. And then if how do you get out of it? <laughs> Can you I wear this don't know. I don't know. I don't. But she had to have tried it on <laughs> to yeah, know yeah. if it fit her. And I mean, baby powder is the only thing that can allow you to slip into things like that. Yeah, I don't know. And if you use like literal oil, mm-hmm. it eats away at the latex. Yeah, the silicone. So, yeah. uh, the fuck. Mm-hmm. You wear yeah. this outfit one time. Um, but no yeah, idea. she burst <clears throat> out at the hips. Yeah. Um, and at the back, I'm like, ooh, girl. So then she starts trying to sew it together. I'm like, ooh, I can't well, first wait. First, she tries to, to staple it. Yeah, I know. I was like, what this? Why would you do staples? I, I, well, bitch, if I'm trying to, if this is my only thing that I'm going to wear, what am I? What am I supposed to do? Just rubber cement. I don't um. Know. So I, I have things to say about it, but I'll say it during the the runway. Yeah. Um. And so then we head to the main stage, and RuPaul is pulling some bullshit. Um, I never talks to talks to other judges. We don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, but then talks to RuPaul. Yeah. So she's in drag on the stage, but RuPaul is available on the judges panel. Um. So you weren't willing to pay Raven to travel to New Zealand so you could wear drag in New Zealand. I think she did, but I think that Raven was still in quarantine. For this, because I think in the next episode she is in drag, so I think it was just we don't know that though it, because well there was a little clip it looked like she was on the judges panel in drag. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah, but still, yeah, that's why like, I was like, you girl, get, you didn't remember to do anything yourself. That's that's what I said. It's like, girl, you have not figured out how to do your own makeup. But also, how many other makeup artists are there in Australia? You could have easily been like, RuPaul needs a makeup artist. Come paint her fucking Ask face. Art Simone. Yes, She's literally little there. right there. <laughs> fucking crazy. Uh, but yeah, it's like you 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 used to do your makeup for 20, 30 years. You don't just forget how to do that. But whatever. Um, Apparently, she did. Yeah. So I think I saw it on Twitter that Raven was in quarantine. So. Uh, I, I was like, okay, well, I'll just have to get over it. But. I mean, it's your show too, RuPaul. If if Raven is in quarantine in Australia, push the show a week. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand that you have, like, certain schedules that you were supposed I to do. but Australia. New Zealand. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was, they were in, Aust- in uh, New Zealand. Um, but still, it's like, uh, you, you could have, 
pushed recording. I don't know. I don't know know like what how to like production things work or anything like that. But uh, I mean, you could just say, "No, sorry, I got to wait for my makeup artist to be here because I can't do this." I or can't whatever. do my own face anymore because I'm a shit queen. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Is anyone gonna come to RuPaul's aid? I don't think this so. Day and age. No, well, I don't know. Twitter people are fucking weird, man. Yeah. Because you read something and people will be like, "Yeah, well, then I think this," and they're like. Well, no. Well, no. Nisha Lopez on season five said that this happened. This is the best drag drag queen of all time. Girl, Nisha Lopez was in season eight. <laughs> exactly. Girl, that's Geeky Bomber. Girl, maybe that's Geeky Bomber. <laughs> um, so Scarlet's first up on stage. Mm-hmm. Born uh, naked. Really living up to her name now, isn't she? Mm, yes. Uh, I think that she really is serving a nude illusion. Um, this She's full-ass naked. Does not get much more nude than a literal prosthetic vagina. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really campy and, why was and the Why was the vagina, like, swirly? Is that what vaginas look like? I saw, like, a taco. Like a taco with a ham in it. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen one. It look- Scooby, is that what it looks like? Confirm or deny. Oh goodness. Well, we'll never know. The world may never know. Um, <laughs> I really don't. I really don't even care about the stitching on it because the bodysuit's quality. Good. It's very nice. Very nice. Everything's just moving, honey. Um, it I, looks like a real body. I feel like uh, if that were the case, I would have, if I had had more time, because I know that she probably didn't, I would have made more stitches. I would have gone full stitches full all, over, all over the body. I would have done plastic surgery or zombie. I, th- I thought the exact same thing. At that point, I'd been like, well, I had a, a blowout, and the way that I'm going to you know, make this better is by uh, going that extra mile and saying... Uh, yeah, I'm a zombie now. Uh, but I assume that she was probably putting this on and this was like something that was happening and then it ripped within, like, yeah, 30 minutes before. I stage. would have said 10 minutes before, <laughs> but yeah, because the way she was freaking out, I was like, girl, you, you ain't got time. Um, yeah, because she was in full face and she was just putting on her outfit. That's one of the last things you fucking do. So yeah. she was uh, on the way to the main stage, essentially. Um, I, I did say I don't know what I'm supposed to be excited about by this because it's literally just a naked body in a yeah. naked bodysuit uh, with a piece of fabric. Uh, but I still think that she looks really pretty. Um, I'm just still not sure what skill I'm getting from this outfit because she just spent a lot of money on a bodysuit, as we just said. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I hate being that, like, d- downer on this runway, but I just don't get this runway because I don't like this runway. So I mean, I prefer this to a body glove. Yeah, like the fabric. Yeah. Yeah, I can I, agree I, to that. I think that is enough to push it on top of an oop. Yeah. Into a spoop category yeah. because it's just... I think I'm still going to give it a spoop, yeah. Because, it, I mean... She it, looked really pretty. She painted her face pretty. really really nicely. And I, like, didn't see any seams because she covered up all the seams with big jewelry, so... Yeah. Which is a theme. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think it's very talent? Uh, does it proclaim a lot of talent? No. No. It's, I mean, you have expensive shoes. You yeah. You got expensive stuff. 
Um, but it's still a spoof. Yeah. Um, and then Maxi up next. I thought that this was a very intelligent way to do a nude illusion. I hey, thought it was very tasteful. Let's play an homage to a literal event that happened uh, with Madonna wearing her naked trench or her her see through trench coat where you could see her nipples. Um, I was um, not willing or had the time to look up the outfit. I did not know. Um, so I'm just going to take Maxie's word for mm -hmm. it. Um, but I thought it was very tasteful. Um, I thought the coat was very well made and I thought it would, I thought it would probably look a little bit better in person. Mm -hmm. I don't think it reads as well across on TV. Yeah. The stage lights also played a factor because underneath you could see the actual like bodysuit she was wearing underneath it. So I was like, damn, that kind of like throws off my whole like illusion with that. But at the same time, I was just like, okay, we're focusing on just the tits. Okay. Look at just the, because that was what at. the nip slip was, was just the, the tits. So I'm like, hey, focus there. Um, so I thought this was a great way to take it to a naked illusion, especially comparing to where all the queens went on season seven, which was just a fabric bodysuit. Yeah. Um, so I gave it a spoon. Um, I thought the jewels were a bit big, but obviously we're disguising that massive breastplate. Mm -hmm. um, I'll be interested to see if she carries those boobs all the way to the end. Mm. Um, That's I... what she's known for, apparently. So <laughs> okay, um, the wig is a little boring, but it's still a spoon. Yeah, I, I, I like it. Um, and then who's next? Electra Shock. Electra. Um, I don't really love the outfit. Mm -mm. Uh, I get the reference to Rue because they literally show a picture. Mm -hmm. Um, but because anytime they can be like, oh, this is Rue's look. Look at how Rue looked during this. Like RuPaul doesn't look. RuPaul doesn't look great here. She doesn't do that anymore either. She was in a punk band <laughs> yeah. at the time. Uh, I really hate the wig line. The wig line is disgusting, and the hair is thirsty. Yes. Dry fucking hair. Very thirsty. Uh, uh, but also, like, it pushed all the way back because she's wearing that weird, like, little uh, jewelry helmet thing. And I was like, what's, uh, what's, what's, what, what do we got uh, uh, What's here? up with your scalp? Yeah. Um, also, I don't like the plain body stocking. It's just, I mean, it, there's no, there's, there's not nothing. even There's nothing on it. Nothing it's just plain on body it. Yes. It, you look like a big baby. I hated this because RuPaul was at least where, like, she was, she had nothing for her on her body. Uh, she didn't wear a fucking bodysuit. Uh, but then she, like, had something, she had underwear on. Um, like, why didn't you do that and just paint your, your tummy? Th tummy? That's what I questioned as well. I, I don't know. I just, I didn't get that. Uh, it's like, if you're going to take that step to look like Rue, do something beyond just putting on uh, shoulder pads. Like, like, if you have to shave your called? stomach, shave your stomach. Are, are they shoulder pads? What what are football pads? Yeah, I think shoulder they're pads? shoulder pads. I don't know. Um, what is the football thing that you wear up here? Are okay. they shoulder pads? They're shoulder pads. Okay. I don't know. I was just checking. I, was I trying never to, played football. I was trying to do a sports thing. I was always like the guys in football. I was like, wow, what, how do they get such big shoulders? Well, they and look, then they don't have the mother time. They look so buff in those. Oh. What's going on here? <laughs> what, is, what is going on on this day? Um, yeah, it's a, it's a poop for me. A poop. I also gave it a poop. Uh, next up the stage is Coco Jumbo. So for Coco Jumbo, um, I don't hate the whole concept of the outfit. I mm. really like the concept but the execution is a little poor okay um if there was just a little bit more tailoring like like the like the the lips looked better because mm -hmm. they literally looked like 
everything was just satin pillow so with, like embroidered so hangy it was almost like she only just like put one little bit on like the one bit little bit of sewing on the material and everything was just like droopy yes the eyes were all crooked and the lip was just hanging down i'm like what is happening the here? concept amazing i didn't get I the concept i really love the concept but i mean it's a big face yes i understand it's a it's face it's a huge face if the lips were like more if they were better constructed but if, she just kept on saying had... saying hiding behind her drag and i i'm not certain that i understood that reference well, I mean, not necessarily even that. That the whole thing is just that your body is a face. Make your body a full face. Wear a, a cloak that has hair, a big yarn cloak hair. I'm not certain I agree with that as a as a concept, uh, but I didn't like this. <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't like it either. I I wished it would have been tailored a bit more. Yeah. But I see maybe the direction that she was headed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still a poop for me, though. Yeah, I gave it a poop. Next up is Sage. And see, I don't even want to write out the entire word, etc. Et so et I just put ETC. LOL. ETC, ETC. Etc, etc. I have to look this up. Is it etc, etc, non-binary? I believe so. Okay. Um, because they mentioned that uh, they wanted to go for a non-binary look for this. And express both their masculinity and their femininity, which I really like this. This is a deconstructed, I got it right away, a deconstructed drag look of a literal deconstructed body. Yes, uh, I get it as well. Um, there's definite, definite uh, lines being blurred between genders mm-hmm. on this outfit. Um, but... Because we had like a um, biological female's I'm not Boom. sure if it was a biological male. Yes. And then a, a, a transgender woman. It could be, yeah. Torso. Yeah. I mean, it was just it showing was, the I, difference. I believe it was implants on the... Uh, uh, on one side. On one side. Yes. It, 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 I don't even say wanted to say biological. I'm just saying that we had a, a female presenting boob on one side and a male presenting chest on the other side. And I thought that was a really interesting concept to see both sides... Uh, deconstructed and like basically showing parts of what would be a surgery, um, like a part of a top surgery, essentially. Uh, so I thought that was really interesting. And then of course she flashed RuPaul with her or Moon RuPaul at the at the end. Uh, or I, I I thought it was a funny concept, um, a funny situation with a good concept. I thought it was well. We all everybody knows that I don't enjoy gore, mm-hmm. and I thought it was a bit bloody. For my taste and i understand why it is mm-hmm. but it's not appealing to me i i it, it i can't get past that fact okay like that there's i mean it's rhinestoned blood but still yeah. it's it's I, I it freaks me out well i love the concept do you like the concept I at like least the concept, in, in yeah. theory mm-hmm. uh yeah uh and also i like that it was just like a deconstructed body that showed that gender really doesn't matter uh so i gave it a spoop i gave it a spoop too uh, next up stage is Jojo Zaho. Jojo Zaho. Jojo Zaho. Jojo Zaho. Jojo Zaho. I've been saying it in front of the girls, so I have to say Jojo Zaho. Jojo Zaho. Um, Mama, what is this? Um, I have to applaud her for her attempt at a message when she was saying that she wanted to go for a native look and work for her um, 
heritage and whatnot. But girl, those titties were too high and your Merkin was sagging. Um, so after Shay stomped the runway in All Stars 5 in her nude illusion bodysuit showing off her native body, um, that's a look that can't really be topped. So, yeah. and at this point, you've seen that. That came out last year and you guys recorded at the end of um, 2020. So, and I mean, Shay's was a body stocking. Yes. It was literally a body stocking that somebody rhinestone the and fuck out of. Uh huh. So and r- rhinestone it beautifully. So <laughs> I mean, it's airbrushed maybe, a little but bit, it's yeah, still sure. it's painted and then there's rhinestones. It's not that it was something that was like super expensive that you were like you need to like a fucking wild out to go mm-hmm. find somebody to make this this outfit. Yeah. I'm sure Shay did have somebody who was very talented to make the outfit, mm-hmm. but you could have made a better version of what you did. But also, if you had that much, that was like what two inches of your your actual body showing where the top part didn't meet the the bottom part. That yeah, that is a big big problem. And it's like you could have easily like found... wear two body suits. Yes. <laughs> I, I couldn't figure out why, like, they came apart. So, like, Spray paint your fucking undergarments. When you put them together, why didn't you, like, make sure that they didn't come apart? I don't know. There were, there were so many questions that I'm like, these are all the little details that looking, you're on RuPaul's Drag Race. And so that's why I have to say, like, I, I'm not trying to read her for filth on, like, how terrible her outfit was or anything like that. I, I'm trying to read her by saying, like, you have to look at all these little details because those are little details that you've made it to the Olympics of drag. You've made it through the trials and the tribulations to be on this show. So you have to take a look at all these little details to continue further. Like, that's that's what I have to say about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, the execution is not good. I, I understand the vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, the breasts are not well drawn. Mm-mm. They're um, very obviously like just an eyebrow pencil, just kind of circle shape. That's yeah. a boob. And I think that it might have looked a little bit better. I'm trying to give her a little bit of a benefit of the doubt here if it had actually been pulled down more. But having the headlights pointing directly up was not it. <laughs> well, I mean... Yes, you probably don't get to see yourself right before you walk on. Yeah. But you get to see yourself five minutes before you do. Yeah. Um, the body is, it's just, it's a, it's just a big baby. Yeah. It's a big baby again. Yeah. But except there's pubic hair that's in the wrong spot. Yeah. It's hanging down to your leg. Uh, um, it's a poop. Yeah. Poop, I give it a poop, poop as poop, well. Poop, poop, poop. Uh, next up the stage is Karen from Finance. Camp, 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 camp. What a campy way to show off your body. This is stupid. Mm-hmm. Stupid, stupid, stupid. And I love the reveals. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what I'm talking about when you're going to wear a body stocking, but just do something just with it. Just make it, it just so do fun. something stupid uh-huh. or weird. Does it look like our body? Absolutely no. not. Also, the tits are, are she, she did a tan of the bikini with yeah, the nipples. And that's just what like, I wanted. I wanted hilarious. Kind of just detail to the skin mm-hmm. of the skin, quote, yeah. body. I mean, we all know it's not your body. Make some hips. Make something. Make, yeah. Do something. Yeah. And I mean, even in the back, I don't think that she had tan lines in the back. I don't even care. Yeah. You, you made tan yeah, lines Yeah, it stopped right here in her shoulders. So um, I, I think that it was... Um, it, it was very smart. Yes. A very campy way to show off your body without being forced to show off your body. Uh, I gave it a spoop. It's a spoop for me, too. Uh, I, I love that 
she broke up the nudity. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted. Yeah, and then the she gave time. like little reveals because she told a story on the runway. So that's what made it fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then up next on the stage, Anita Wiglet. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. It's just a bodysuit with leaves on it. No, no, no. Uh, it's so simple and so boring. Yeah, I got something to break up the body stalking, which I had just spoke about. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Eve reference is like n- n- the the least amount of a thoughtful interpretation. It's one of the easiest things you could have done. It's like, Everybody oh yeah, I'm going as Eve. That. Yeah, it's like you know what you shouldn't do? Go as Eve because no matter what, everyone's gonna think about it. And do They're you like, really oh, need that's to the do easiest it? Easiest option. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this the fake snake. Just distracting. Mm-hmm. It doesn't add anything mm-hmm. to your outfit. And it actually hit her a couple of times. If you watch her runway, it hit her a couple of times and like, uh, like came and slapped her, and she like tried to grab at it and like didn't actually grab it. So it's like you were just fumbling around with this prop that wasn't actually working for you. That you sewed on on your shoulder. Yes, and nowhere else. Yes, <laughs> just one shoulder. Yeah. Um, I don't. I mean, she's trying to sell it. With the camp mm-hmm. and trying to be like, oh, I'm Eve, but it's it's not a good sell. Yeah. It's a poop. See, I couldn't poop it for some reason. Because I thought she looked pretty and the outfit wasn't completely terrible, but also wasn't good. Um, so I ooped it. <laughs> okay. I don't know why. I don't know why it was nice on this one. You're entitled to your opinion. Yeah. I just don't get it. Uh, next up the stage is... Ketamine. 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 Um, I don't know how I feel about this one because on one hand, I don't like the bodysuit. Mm-hmm. But on the other, I actually really like the soft sculpture of how she created like a, a skirt out of the fuzzy balls. Yes. Um, and then the the uh, brassiere mm-hmm. of the fuzzy balls. But is it giving me enough a new delusion was my question. The skin tone is off. Yes. It is very yellow. Yes. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I kind of liked it. The chains. It looked so pretty. It was the similar way that I felt about Anita Wiglet. It was just like, you look really pretty in this, but is this new delusion slash? No. Yeah. I it's don't know. It's just like sixties weird. Like we're going to do something that you've never seen before. We're just going to put on some fuzzy balls and let it dangle. I spooked it. I, I don't know. I liked it. I ooped it. I was, it was, I gave two oops on this. Uh, you know, I hate my, my oops, uh, but I gave two oops. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, and then up last on the stage is Art Simone. Yes. Um, this is stunning. Yes. I love it. It's seamless. The transition between the, her two halves is great. Mm-hmm. I, I, there's no, I have no, uh, I have no critiques. Yeah. It's all positive. I thought it was really amazing the way that she uh, knew how to walk her outfit on the runway because she came out and you could just see this side. And I was like, girl, how the fuck is this a new delusion? And all of a sudden she's like, wham, look at me naked on the other side. And then it showed like a gender bender side where it's like, here's this drag queen. And on this other side, we have like the actual like man underneath the uh, the drag queen. But you see, you know, the na- the naked man on the other side, which I thought was another interesting content. It's like you get this beautiful dressed drag queen and the naked man that's underneath this drag queen on the other side. Uh, so I thought it was a, a great concept, a very artistic concept, if you will. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> loved that the the uh, the man side had no makeup. Mm-hmm. Because well, it, 
had makeup, makeup but no but not, makeup yes it, it was a, a natural yes natural look. Uh, just a natural uh even down to the point where there was no eyebrow mm-hmm. because i mean it's drag queen it's a drag queen that's it's what i'm a saying little drag queen yeah it's as if we took an eraser to art simone mm-hmm. and was just like what's underneath here and took, took off, off the drag half, on one side have all the the outfit all of the face all of the hair all of it down to just being art simone yeah uh, it's a spoop for me i, I give it a spoop as well um, and then we move on to, uh, hometown drag. Yeah. No place like home. That we are, um, I would give myself a 20% on the ability to grade these queens <laughs> on where they're from. Cause I have no idea about any of these places. We're very privy on this. <laughs> Look, so, I just used a, 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 a British word. Yeah. A, a British, uh, Australian word. Cause I use it a lot. I say privy sometimes. Okay, well, it can just be a Commonwealth word. How about that instead? Boopy. You looked at me when I said privy. Does he say privy a lot? Uh, sometimes <laughs> I say privy sometimes. Oh, sometimes. I, I, I we're still getting a thumbs down over there. It's just when I'm telling like secrets. Oh, I'm like, privy are you to privy secret. to that? <laughs> I don't think you do that. I do. No, you That's don't. That's the only time when I would use privy. You're such a fucking liar. I'm not a fucking liar, you you're goddamn fucking... <laughs> bitch. You stupid whore. I think you just said it because you're riding my coattails. It's fine. <laughs> oh. So in this situation, you're kidding me. I am mean, yeah. Well, I'm... Shea Coulee. <laughs> what? Anyway, we're not even on the same race. Oh, okay. You fucking cunt. <laughs> You're a bitch. Um, anyways, we start with Scarlett Adams. Uh, Scarlett's going to come out as a black swan. Mm-hmm. Uh, cute, campy, easily recognizable. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no idea what this bird has to do with being a bird or being in Perth. Uh, a, but I think it looks good. It's the state bird of Western Australia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but. I, that's enough for being a hometown thing. Okay. It's a bird. <laughs> it's a bird. <laughs> you are definitely that bird, girl. Uh, well, she painted her face and turned a black swan into to glamour. Uh, I thought she looked really I good. I the hand movement. Yes. I, I was living for her, her Just hand, loving it. Hand choreo. Yes. But she looked so gorgeous. And then, like, taking the red beak and making the hair the exact same color as this red beak, um, I thought was a really great... Um, Assessment and plus, she didn't give us give us this massive wig or anything like that. She gave us a pussycat wig, but a nice looking pussycat wig. Um, just we because got some curls, a, little, a couple curls. Yeah, we got there's a little there's a bob. We got a lot a little bit going in there. We got some some uh, some texture to that hair. Uh, I think she looks absolutely ri- ridiculous with this fucking swan head on her hand. And I'm uh, happy that she's come in and she was like full on. I'm gonna be like rich bitch. Yes. And then she's like, I'm gonna get. 100% naked. And <laughs> Take then she off was all like, my clothes. What about if we did something fun? Now I'm just going to put a bird on my hands. How do I feel about that? Do you so guys like bird hand? You like bird hand. <laughs> you ever heard of bird hand? No. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> yeah. Now you've seen it. Uh, uh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a spoop for me. I gave it a spoop as well. I thought it was hilarious. Um, and then up next is a maxi shield. Speaking of hilariousness. <laughs> uh, dressed as a shrimp. Yeah, well, I think a crawdad. Well, they I think say they, pr- they say pr- prawn and shrimps are the same. In are they? Yes. Oh, Craw- crawdads are not. Uh, I think they are. 
relative to Well, the way she only. explained it, she said that you pop off the heads and then suck out the insides. Because a lot of places, they don't take the heads off the shrimp. Oh, interesting. And I, I know that a prawn is a shrimp here, but I, then it made me question whether a prawn was a crawdad over there or crawfish. That's yeah, a shrimp. Hmm. Okay. Well. Um, yeah. We can say prawn. Just yes. because we're talking to Australian people. And we don't actually know. <laughs> um, yes. This prawn. Uh, I, I don't think this prawn is a, a particularly beautiful animal. No. But go off, sis. And she was giving us campy, being goofy, looking like a, a prawn, and... Um, keeping the little arms next to her body the entire time, just walking mm-hmm. on the runway. She had good shape as a shrimp. I mean, she... You're wearing a dress. You've stoned it. You got heels on. It was stoned, makeup. too. It was a, a strip doing dress drag. that was stoned. Um, I was just so confused by this look, but at the same time, I'm like, you're a dumb motherfucker. This is what I want. I want yes. stupid. I want stupid drag. I And I liked the stupid drag, so I gave it a spoof. It's a spoof for me, too. <laughs> stupid. Um, and it wasn't, it also wasn't even like costumey. It was like, I mean, it was, but also it wasn't. It was a costume, but it was like the most glamorous of a shrimp that you can That you have. could be on a drag, international drag show. You're like, I have to take off this helmet because I'm not going to look stupid. <laughs> the so entire time. a shrimp dress. Bring in the dancing lobsters. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then Electra's up next with her interpretation of her hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was a super messy look. Um, I really didn't understand what it had to do with where she was from. She's uh, from Auckland. Well, she she made it a little bit more. She gave pointed. us a, she gave us a native word for Auckland. Uh, oh, okay, that's for that's the native word. For the Auckland. native word I was for thinking Auckland, yeah. was like a, like a suburb of. No, Auckland she gave us a native word for Auckland and also native word for um, New Zealand. Uh, Aotearoa. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, I got, I, I, I understood that it was a cultural refle- reference and it is, I am not a worldly person. Mm-hmm. I am from Northern America. Yeah. Um, the style and fit is, is I, I could only grade on the style and the fit yeah. and, and it was poor. Yeah. She was trying to give us what the, what they meant. The name for Auckland in, um, Maori, I believe, um, is, uh, it has to do with like the land of a thousand hearts or uh, no, a land of a thousand lovers or something like that. No. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. And so then she put a bunch of hearts on herself and then the white sheet was supposed to be uh, Aotearoa, which is um, the, the land in, the, in the, the, in the clouds or something. Uh, so that was supposed to be clouds. So I was like, you try to put these things together, but the fact that you had to explain it is not good. That's not what you wanted to do. Um, because we saw a dress that was similar to this on Drag Race Thailand. On the one episode that you made me watch, the one with the rainy thing, where they had, like, they were, they literally built clouds. clouds. They were full-ass clouds. Um, and so the uh, concepts that we got from uh, Thai drag <laughs> were way out there crazy. You just put a bed sheet on you that was misfitting and just falling apart. Tied it to your wrist, your elbow. Put on a bunch of hearts and then put on a rainbow. Like, I don't think that was, um, I don't think that was enough. Especially since you tried to take a bunch of concepts and put them together and then painted your eyes this nasty green. Like, why did you go with green? Yeah. Why was green the color there? Um, so I don't know. I, I just had to look at all of this and say, why? Yeah, I, um, 
it was very jumbled. I would have gone with some sort of like honestly, if I'm from Auckland, I would have either gone with a volcano look, uh, or a um, uh, wine look, because that those are two things that I already know just as an outsider that I know that Auckland is very famous for. So that can be read across everything. <laughs> I, I have no info for that because mm. I, I don't know any I don't know much. Yeah. Um, but it was a poop for me. Yeah, I give it a, a oh, why did I write spoop? No, no, no. No, 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 no. You corrected to the wrong thing, ma'am. Yikes. <laughs> I did not write spoop for that. Uh, uh, then up next is Coco Jumbo. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is from a place with very large bananas. Mm-hmm. They, I think it's, it's called Home of the Big Banana. I think they're probably like a banana statue or something like that there. I don't actually know. I don't know either. Uh, I, I mean, I could imagine that they grow bananas where... Grow bananas in Australia? No. No? Well, it depends. I guess maybe in the northern part of the country Perhaps. is possible. Um, the Sydney and Melbourne get way too cold for. Where is she from? I didn't listen to. I don't. Place. I don't remember. Uh, but it was a smaller. Yeah, it was town. a smaller town. Um. Anyways, I appreciate the King Kong reference because who loves big big bananas? But mm-hmm. a big gorilla. Yeah. Uh, I think there's. And she much... made it drag. That's what uh, you. How do you take? It was cute. It was you, very yes. cute. Yes. How do you take a friggin' giant gorilla and turn into drag she did but it somehow i just felt like maybe there was a much campier direction to take i mean like you're for, known for a place with big bananas uh-huh. maybe be a, be a dick <laughs> a big old but what if she came in like a banana seat just peanut butter jelly peanut butter jelly. you know Way what yeah. i would have done Way yeah. i would have called rupaul myself and i said you need to give that girl a competition <laughs> Give her the crown Give now. Give her the crown right now. I don't want to hear anything, RuPaul. Sh- RuPaul, shut up. No. Give <laughs> Absolutely her the crown. not. You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> uh, do I love the, the big gorilla uh, costume? Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. It is, uh, it is stupid. Goofy, funny, stupid, hilarious. Uh, yes. Groundbreaking, show-stopping, never been seen before. Club, club, club bus, bus, plane, another club. No, no sleep. No sleep. Um, spoop. I gave it a spoop. Yes, me too. Next up to the stage is ETC, ETC, <laughs> ETC, ETC, et cetera, et cetera. Um, from the capital of Australia. Oh, I'm glad you got that. Mm-hmm. She's from you. Canberra. She's Canberra. Uh, I mean, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous outfit. Uh, does the outfit have anything to do with the city? No. Maybe? She focused <laughs> on the parliamentary triangle, but I was like, girl, I don't know. That's a stretch. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I didn't get, I mean, get much more than that. I feel like in this moment, I can't say uh, that it's not good. Mm-hmm. Because maybe from someone from Canberra is like, oh, oh so obviously gorgeous. that's Canberra. Yeah. She kept Me, on going back to like, like being like the gorgeousness of like the people in Canberra and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, I'm, sure. Me, I'm like, it's a, it is a showgirl costume mm-hmm. with a gray train. Yeah. And sparkle things in the front. I yeah, I don't know. I, I congratulations. Didn't, I didn't quite get that one, but I thought she looked gorgeous. Her fucking makeup. She is so, so good at painting her fucking face. She knows it. She knows her face and knows how to paint it well. Um, um she reminds me of the way that Jan paints her face because Jan did very well at the blending. Are very similar. Yeah, she did very well at blending her face and knew her face very well. I always loved Jan's makeup. Excuse me. So, so you're saying Jan is very beautiful. Yes. I always thought that Jan was beautiful. The most beautiful. No. Um, of course, because... Miss Gregor. Oh. 
Oh God. Yeah. Let's say. And Bianca Del Rio. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a clown competition. Just literal clown makeup. <laughs> um, I couldn't necessarily give it a spoop because I didn't get it. And mm. it, like I said, I think maybe a lot of people from Canberra will get it. But to me, I was just like, it's a it's a dress. It's a bodysuit with a cape. Red it's, wig and a silver dress. I don't I think. I don't think. Um, I don't think a spoop, but I think an oop. Sure. I give it a spoop because I thought she looked gorgeous. I have no idea what she was doing. but <laughs> <laughs> I think she looks gorgeous, but she, I just don't get it. She just did it. Uh, next up the stage is Jojo Zaho. Jojo Zaho um, from Newcastle, mm-hmm. but is representing first people culture. Mm-hmm. Which uh, Newcastle, from what I understand, is not really famous for much. Yeah, I don't know what any city in all of Australia is famous for. Newcastle is north of Sydney. Sydney so has an opera house. And, and a big harbor bridge. The, nope. You, the extent of my knowledge is for the opera house. Oh, okay. Um, you don't, you've never seen the all the pictures of the opera house with a giant bridge in the background? It's always cropped. How could you Always crop out the Harbor Bridge from the Sydney Opera House? It's taken from the sea. The Harbor so, Bridge is massive. It's taken from the sea. The, from the sea, the, the Harbor Bridge is going to be in the Underneath background. the bridge. If you're taking the... It, the only way that you're ever going to get a picture of just the Sydney Opera House is if you're fucking facing the sea. You'd have to be on land. <laughs> Obviously, you have no idea what dimensions are like it's almost as if i didn't go to the sydney opera house every single day that i was in fucking sydney almost as if as if almost I as if anyways <laughs> uh so anyways judge of the hell yes. yes um presenting a very powerful message about she always was always will be correct once again she brings this very powerful message uh and i love that but and it's a yes. big but it's I have that joke later. Don't take that joke oh. from me now. Okay, sorry. I didn't say that. Um, Ignore it. Rewind. So, yes, I, I I dearly appreciate the sentiment from her message. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, I mean, the message is the main gift from this outfit. Mm-hmm. But the message is the only thing in the outfit. There's, there's, there's literally nothing else. Too much going on here that's unfinished uh the back of the wig that was not properly and i saw that before michelle visage said anything and i was like "Ooh, you need red for that aren't you mm-hmm. um it was just well it was noticeable as soon as she took down the neck piece exactly she took, neck she took piece the next piece off it just i mean you made all the things you were trying to hide very apparent mm-hmm. uh yeah and then the whole outfit just seemed like simple to me just too simple for me well, that plus you're saying it's it's I mean it definitely is colonialism is the mm-hmm. thing that we're attacking. Yeah. But Marie Antoinette was not necessarily I mean she was definitely a part of colonialism, but she was famous in France in the late 1700s when mm-hmm. it was Quebec. Mm-hmm. You you didn't want to go for Elizabeth. Yeah, I would have gone with Elizabeth. Or Victoria. From England, I guess if she was still just giving a a colonial garb. I mean, yes, you're giving European royalty, Mm -hmm. but European royalty that one doesn't look amazing. 
And it also wasn't big enough to be that. Like, if you're going to go with a, a European royalty, I'm going to need, the like, a big-ass hoop skirt or something mm-hmm. or, you know, something over the top, some big-ass wig. Like, make make yourself look like the Queen of Hearts in Alice in Wonderland, that the Tim Burton remake. Exactly. Which she tried to do with the lips. Like, go with the, the Queen of Hearts and then do that as the interpretation from there. I don't know. That's my thought process, but there was just too much that was unfinished on this outfit for me. Uh, but again, I did love the, the message there. Uh, it just wasn't enough to be like, oh, wow. Uh, you, you did it. You did it. So, um, I didn't like that. The hair, I, I, I did enjoy a braid moment. You can see the wig line though. I, I know. can see your wig cap. Mm-hmm. Like that's just like a, uh, that is full on way too far in your head. Grave sin that you committed with yeah. that. Um, I, I don't know to say but the fact that i don't like it i gave it a poop it's a poop. that's my next step <laughs> very sloppy yeah um and then up la or no is it up? no no, no. you've up got four more people girl uh is uh karen from finance yes giving us drunk horse girl realness drunk horse girl realness whenever i was watching this uh with the uh caps on they kept on saying the melbourne melbourne cup but for some reason, they were the the closed captionings were like Melbourne Pub. I'm like, that's not what she's saying. The, she's saying the Melbourne Cup. <laughs> yeah the the closed captioning on World World of Wonder World of Wonder, World of Wonder presents <laughs> is uh, not great. Shoddy. Yes, and especially because like you should be able to understand drag queens, and they can't. They no. cannot. <laughs> I'm like, you captioned candy. Yeah. How did you do that? You know how to do this. I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, anyways, I thought it was kind of odd for her to be portraying what we uh, we used to look like at the Eagle. Constantly. Like leaving the Eagle. I literally said, we all know this girl. Um, and it was because I wanted to throw shade, but also because uh, we all do know this girl. See, I can appreciate that it's an interpretation of me, but she's not from Houston. She's never been to Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and I don't understand. You don't understand the reference? I'm just kidding. Oh, I was like, bitch. <laughs> uh, I, I love the rendition. I think it's very believable. Mm. I'm Very campy, once again. 100% sure that this woman lives in Australia, mm-hmm. and she has gone out to the bar and is like... No, that's not the bar. She's gone to the see the horse races. No, I think she watches the horse races at the bar oh, she and could then be doing bets that. on them there. That's fine. She's like, There's no one to submit her bets to, but she's betting on them. She has a bookie there, <laughs> and its name is John, uh-huh. and it is a board he's, on the side he's, of the bar. He's it's John a, from no, Booking. No, 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 not a person. Oh. It's an actual board. Oh. She's it's like, an actual board. Here's my bet. And she carves it in. And then she's like, does anyone bet against me? I'm going to put a hundred on the brown If one. I put this into the board, no one's going to take I'm it, right? I'm putting a hundred on the brown one. And then all the horses are They're brown. all brown. They're all brown. They're all brown. <laughs> um, I, like, I won! And then she takes her own money back and she goes and tells all her friends. She's like, look at this money. I look, won at the I horse races. I won $400 on horse races. <laughs> And they're like, wow, <laughs> how come you still drive a, a, a Ford Corsair? I don't know what that means. I don't even, I don't either. Is that, <laughs> is that a type of car? A Ford Fiesta oh. from 1983. A Corolla. I've got, I know what those look like. No. No. Okay. Because she drives an American. Well, 
I think this look is hilarious, uh, especially whenever she stops. She's like, hold on. And she takes off her heels and then starts holding them in her hand. With the toilet paper on Yes. Them. It's fucking hilarious. We know this girl. Her name's Melissa. Melissa <laughs> Mattias. <laughs> We know exactly who this girl is because that's her. She wore a heel too long and she's drunk. She's the woman that gets us home after, <laughs> after the bar. And how she got us home, I don't know. After she had gashed she's her knee wizard. open and bled everywhere. A wizard. Bled in, in that Uber's car. I I don't know. I don't know how we didn't die that night, but we, we survived. Um, sure did. We sure did. That homeless person was following us and she threatened him for us. Listen, I took my shoes off. I'm going to throw one shoe if you don't get throw away from this. You. And then you landed on my head and crashed me into the, the ground and she thought that I was dead. I did. <laughs> How was your concussion? I don't know. The brain damage is still I, there? I have not remembered for the, the, the past three years of my life. Who my am I? is done. <laughs> yes, I did it. <laughs> yes. What uh, a long journey we've all been on. What a crazy journey. Uh, so I gave it a spoop, if we haven't uh, gushed about it enough. <laughs> yes, I have spooped it as well. Okay. Next up on stage is uh, Anita Wiglet. Um, Anita is just portraying the stereotype that all people in New Zealand are trying to fuck the sheep. Uh, well, also the sheep in New Zealand outnumber the people 80 to 1. So that are sexy. They're sexy, hot sheep. Hot, sexy sheep. Hey. With big tits. When, when in New Zealand, fuck a sheep. How many sheep did you fuck there? Four. I answered that way too fast. Because <laughs> all the men are named sheep? Yes. I, I don't believe that at all. Okay. But I'll let you live with that. I will feel that deep in... No. <laughs> deep in your wool deep in my wool suit that i got how after. many lambs do you have now do I, you even know uh, do you even know yeah i got the chops don't worry abortion <gasps> what you du- aborted your lambs double homicide <laughs> so terrible <laughs> what do they do with all their sheep um use them for wool is there a big wool production in New Zealand? Yes. What did they make? Outfits and for wool. their own people. Carpets. Only? No, we the whenever we worked at the 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 flooring company together, all of those carpets came from New I Zealand. Didn't work there. Okay, well, briefly. All those carpets are from New Zealand. Yes. Really. Yes. <gasps> Well, the wool is sourced in New Zealand. I don't know that they were made in New Zealand. Anyways, I spooped this outfit. I spooped it as well. It's stupid. And it I loved stupid. it. It's <laughs> stupid. It's also a great interpretation of New Zealand because everyone knows that the people uh, are New outnumbered. Zealand, fuck the sheep. They, they're, they're outnumbered 80 to 1. They so fuck the sheep. Anyways, before we get canceled in this podcast by a kiwi. Um, I'm like, whatever. You're. I can't say fruit because that's a. That is a. A gay, uh... That's a gay slur. gay slur here. Well, you call Is me... Is it a gay slur in New Zealand? You call me the F word all the time. Fat. Wait, what? No, no. No? No, no. No? I was gonna say... French baguette. Oh. I feel like that's a slur, too. <laughs> well, that one is. What else can be but a slur? other F words I call you, like... Family. No. Ah! No. Okay, we're ignoring that. Moving on to Kidamine. 
Get a meme coming out with an outfit that I don't necessarily like very much. I love this. It's a silver silver palm leaf. It's the iconic what? Sil- oh, silver palm leaf. Yes. Silver palm leaf. It's a, it's their logo. It's literally the logo for all of New Zealand. I felt like you were about to go into the route of silver dress and red wig. No, you dumbass bitch. It's a silver palm leaf, and it's a it's their it's their rugby uniform. Yes, it's your rugby outfit, but like it, in a I mean, dress. I don't get that, and it's because I'm what a foreigner watching it. What do you mean you don't get it? It, it looks I'm like a, a rugby. Watching it. You don't watch rugby? No. Those thighs, though. <laughs> Drooling noises. I take back that family comment. <laughs> you didn't mean it to begin with. No, I didn't. No, <laughs> no I didn't. I meant faggot. <laughs> you can't say that. Faggot. <laughs> uh, forgo. For... French, French baguette. Enemy, but without the F. Um, enemy. Just enemy. F- just enemy. Friendly fire. Um, yeah, I, I got... Uh, um, uh, rugby outfit right away, especially with the silver palm leaf. I thought she looked really good in this. I don't like it. It's a simple black dress. So are you. You no, all, you just gave a spoop to a sheep. Yes. <laughs> because it's not a simple black dress. Oh my goodness. It was literally a black dress with white lapels that she sewed on a, a silver palm leaf. Okay. And put 69 on the back because she was like, oh, what if I'll be cheeky? Mm-hmm. She was wearing a rugby outfit. It wasn't cheeky. It was a rugby outfit. I didn't like it. It's a poop. I gave it a spoop. Next up to the stage is Art Simone. Art Simone. Um, Excuse me. Is this Sheena Easton? Mama, this is fashion. Both Both. (laughs) outfits are fashion. I I love the first part is like literal... Ladies in black. A lady in black. So, I mean, I'm not sure if the same things uh, translate, but it's definitely 80s goth Mm -hmm. to me to begin with. It's Sheen Easton, Joan Jett. Mm -hmm. And then she flips it around. Grunge. Cindy Lauper. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's both flavors of the 80s. Uh, I mean, the hair is, is... is uh, a broom. Mm-hmm. The hair is a broom. But somehow it works for this outfit. Exactly. I do not it's know fucking why. 80s. Yes. Because things are crimped and uh-huh. things are bangy. Yes. And they love bangs, apparently. Yes. Uh, I love that flip of the the coat and then it's just a totally different outfit. It's, Which... It's seamless. How it she did that so iconic. quickly, she obviously practiced that. And that, like I was saying earlier with Jojo Zaho, is that you're looking at these little details. You're in the Olympics of drag. So she practiced that a million times because she was like, I'm about to do this in front of fucking motherfucking RuPaul. Uh, so I'm going to have to make sure that this seam, this this flip is seamless here uh, because if I throw it or can't get it back on, on my shoulders or whatever, then I fucked up the entire reveal and uh, switching my outfits here. So, um, I don't know. So, I give it a spoop. Yep, a spoop for me too. Well, then I have to ask, who are your tops and who are your bottoms? I don't feel like I normally do this. Rate drag queens? That's what no. we've done for two years. Agree with the judges. Oh, yes. I think that Karen and Art are both the tops. Mm-hmm. Um, Karen, a hundred percent, my winner. Mm-hmm. Art, just just below. Okay. Um, and then who are your bottoms? Who, well, no, no, no. Who are your tops? 
Um, so I said Karen from Finance and Art Simone, and then I couldn't decide between etc. 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 and so Scarlet Adam. I didn't have a third. Yeah. Okay. Um, in my third position, I would give it to Scarlet mm-hmm. because I felt like the recovery from that like massive incident in the workroom was it's just so good. I mean, it was a, you did it. See, I liked etc. etc. Uh, nude illusion look, which you said that you didn't really like because it was too much gore for you. I like the whole concept of that a lot more than Scarlett Adams just wearing an expensive silicon bodysuit that she paid for. Yeah. Um, but because I like the actual like thought process that etc. etc. had created, but that's why I had them sitting at like a oh okay well, and then I like Scarlett Adams black swan uh, campiness. Over, et cetera, et cetera, just wearing a silver dress and a red wig. Mm-hmm. Didn't wear a red mm-hmm. wig. I don't think. I don't think. Um, but then who are your bottoms? Uh, my bottoms are a little bit more. They're also agreeing in agreeance with the judges. Oh, yeah, I agreed with the judges across the But <laughs> uh, Electra and, and JoJo. Uh, with my third would be Coco. Mm-hmm. And I don't know necessarily whether or not I could switch it for Electra. I did not like Electra. What do you mean? I, I, I didn't like both of Electra's outfits. You just had three names. I know. Oh, you would you potentially I'm in between put... JoJo and... and uh, or I'm in between Electra and Coco. Being in the bottom two. Yes. Oh, okay. I think that... What? Coco... <laughs> uh, Coco's outfit for the eighth was really good Mm -hmm. but i mean no 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 okay yeah electra is definitely the bottom it's just my my insight of like i don't know what these places are about yeah that is coming in so i there's no point in me arguing that or having any insight because i've never been to any of those places yeah um yeah i had my bottoms as jojo's a hoe in electra shock and then also coco jumbo as a bottom third uh but definitely uh Jojo's a hoe in Electroshock. Coco Jumbo, I really liked her campy gorilla outfit uh, for the big banana. And so I think it recovered her quite a bit. Uh, but I definitely think that Jojo's a hoe and Electroshock were the two that needed to be in the bottom. So we find out that our actual winner is... Karen from Finance! And then our actual bottom two are... Electro and Jojo! <laughs> so surprise... Chris and Spencer just listened to, or just watched this, and agreed with the judges. So, that might be a first. <laughs> it is, yes. Wait, uh, wait, no. No, no, hold on. I think one of the bottom three should be Candy Me. <laughs> yes, yes. I <laughs> Put think in here. that uh, mm-hmm. the bottom three is Mimi on first. Mimi on first, Candy Muse, and um, Elisa Summers. Yes. Elisa all, Summers, all those Muppets. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I... I um feel really bad for what because I watched this lip sync and I didn't call the police because it was a murder a literal murder there was a dead body there was a dead body on stage the whole time uh-huh. the entire time from like the start se- three seconds in yes. I was like oh shit the very start oh shit this is a homicide yes Electra perform that house down it was almost like watching the lip sync between trinity the tuck and charlie hydes where trinity the tuck was doing flips and splits and kicks on the stage and charlie hydes was just pointing i think like, i like charlie hydes better in this situation than jojo's a hoe wh- yeah 
JoJo was like, I'm moving around, but like, there's nothing there's behind nothing these c- eyes, and my hands are on autopilot, and they're also made of ice. There was not much going on at all. Nothing. She just walked back and forth, no. and I was like, honey. I was like, you get, you literally you gave up the moment that you said that, that she said you were in the bottom. You were yeah. like, I don't want to be here anymore. Fuck it. I'm, I'm undone. I'm yeah. Because yeah, also, like. I understand, like, why she could feel that way because she just gave two important, attempted to give two important messages on the stage about her and her life, and then she gets put in the bottom. Like, oh, you poor thing. Um, so I understand why she would feel uh, disheartened, but also, once again, you are on you don't RuPaul's. Give up until it's done. Yeah, you are on RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, Down Under, the first season. Uh, there are many other queens that could be here instead of you that would be fighting and kicking ass to try and be uh, where you are. So don't give it up because it makes me feel bad for you and you shouldn't make me feel bad for you because yeah. I don't care that much. I mean, in the moment where we feel bad for you, we know you lost. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And we There's just no lo- we just watched you, you lose to uh, Electroshock. With thirsty ass hair. Yeah, but then again, I, I'm trying not to count her out because remember the first episode of Dra- uh, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race season UK. two UK, uh, where I was like, Bimini is going home so fast, like, and then fucking Bimini makes it all the way up to the top three, and I'm just like, <laughs> Bimini, Bimini, Bimini. Yes, exactly. So I'm trying not to count any of these queens out because I never know what's going to happen. I thought Priyanka was going home early on. Uh, Pranka. Pranka. Uh, Krusty. Um, <laughs> people. Yeah, whatever. Uh, her names on Twitter just crack me up. Um, yeah. So you can't always count all your drag queens out. What if JoJo's Ho comes back? Who knows? We never know. We never know. But also, this uh, season only appears to be like six episodes. Or, yeah, six well, weeks also long. There's only dra- ten drag queens. Yeah. So we are just going to go through these queens real fast. Like, RuPaul's like, uh, season 13 was 43 episodes long. And I, gotta, I need a break. I got to make that money from Paramount Plus. So I got to get all these queers onto that thing uh, so to watch All Star Six. Get which, them through All Star <laughs> Australia or Down Under's Drag Race mm-hmm. as quick as possible so we can get as soon to uh, All Star Six. Exactly. Okay. Let's get the All Star Six going because we have, what do they have? Like 14? They have a full season of queens for the All Stars. They have 14 queens. So that's going to be a full the four, ass season. The first five episodes are going to be like, Everyone's safe. Let's reintroduce ourselves to all these older queens. <laughs> Has anyone ever heard of Jujube? Do you know Ginger Minch? Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, well, that's our podcast. We did our first full episode of Rup. <laughs> Stop looking at that fucking picture. <laughs> Sorry. Um, did her full first episode of uh, RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. Down Under. Down Under. Uh, so, uh, if you like what you hear, you can always listen to us again on rrupeepodcast.com. Uh, rrupeepodcast. Send us an email at rrupeepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, go to Instagram. Send us a message if you want to. Uh, rrupeepodcast at instagram.com. Um, and facebook.com if you're feeling international check out some of our previous episodes talking about drag race holland or 
Canada's Drag Race or, or no Drag Race Canada. Yeah, I don't remember. Or RuPaul's Drag Race seasons twelve and thirteen. Twelve and thirteen and All Stars five. five. And uh, we also did uh, Dragula. Dragula season three. Yes. Yes. Um, but also I'd like to give a shout out to our sister podcast. Let's talk about gay stuff. They're always talking about gay stuff. Oh, it's almost like it's in the name. Have you heard of it? Uh, yes, it's uh, Ponder About Gay Things. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Mm, shallow and pedantic. No, it's <laughs> Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. Let's Talk About Gay Stuff features one of our nearest and dearest friends, Kendall. The economy. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Chris is there too sometimes. Uh, Chris, tell us about your experiences on Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. Well, Let's Talk About Gay Stuff is a extremely serious podcast. Have you ever heard of NBA, NPR? Um, it's very similar. It's, it's very the just NBA, like yes, yes, the they NBA. Throw that orange ball they around just, the whole. They time. get together and they're just like, "Well, we're gonna." Talk I mean, about they're this. so serious. There's no being, not even any talking. Not any. There's not a single laugh. Just kidding. It's a great time. It's always a great time to be on the podcast. Uh, and I'm going to be popping in here soon. So you'll have to be on the lookout to, to hear me and uh, hear me talk about some things. You know what I'm saying? Um, but they always bring you all of the things in uh, gay history. Um, they te- teach the masses the, the gay stuff. So the queens. You can listen to them at Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at No. Yeah. Let's Talk About Gay Stuff dot com. Uh, you can also send them an email. Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at gmail.com let's talk about gay stuff on instagram and facebook and talk gay stuff on twitter yes 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 all of Uh, those things uh, of course we'd love to thank our uh, dear distant cousin she lives in romania uh, who she she did give birth to us but we were raised by our aunt uh, we're talking about our spoopy podcast. Our spoopy podcast. Our spoopy podcast brings you the latest and greatest and the uh, scariest and terrifying from the internets, from the world and beyond. That's anything that you might be scared of, anything you want to hear about. But honestly, it's all everything that we're scared of. So that's priority. But also, mostly cackles. Yes. Lots so, of cackles. Um, Which cackles? <laughs> uh, I have some things to talk about, but we're coming up on our hundredth episode. So no, we we just did our hundredth episode. We're coming up Whatever. on our two I year. Said this a couple times. Yes, <laughs> our two year anniversary. Um, so I have some things, but they'll have to wait because we're going to talk about our different stuff, <laughs> even scarier things. Yes, that's. Our Spoopy Podcast at OurSpoopyPodcast.com. Our Spoopy Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Or Facebook. Our Spoopy on... Our Spoopy Podcast on Instagram. Our Spoop on Facebook. And Our Spoopy on Twitter. You can also send us an email at OurSpoopyPodcast at gmail.com. Also, are you ready for Pride? (gasps) Yes. Yeah. Yes, we're ready to celebrate Pride this June with the Greater Houston LGBT Chamber of Commerce's Pride in Business event on June 24th, 2021. Mm -hmm. The Pride in Business event is a unique opportunity to celebrate the important role of LGBTQ plus and allied businesses in the Greater Houston economy. 
The event underscores how LGBTQ plus and allied businesses community works with the broader business community and public officials to realize a better Houston. The event this year also is a celebration of the Chamber's milestone of five-year anniversary. What to expect at this virtual event? The Chamber will present its inaugural Pride in Business Award, which recognizes the contributions made by Chamber members in building a more diverse and inclusive business community. You will also hear from keynote speakers, Luis Vega, who is president of the North American and vice president for the Government Affairs and Advocacy at Dow. Pride in Business is the only event in Houston focused on the LGBTQ plus business community during Pride Month. Reserve your spot now, or better yet, be a sponsor for the Pride Business event held on June 24, 2021 from 1130 a.m. to 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can learn more at HoustonLGBTChamber.com slash forward slash 2021 PIB. Once again, celebrate Pride with the Houston LGBT Chamber Pride in Business event on June 24th. Yes, Pride! We didn't get a Pride last year, so how better to celebrate it than a Pride in Business situation. Uh, But we'd like to wrap up this podcast with thinking... Our original sponsor, EconoWorks. We'd like to thank our sponsor, EconoWorks, for they are a freelance for they are a freelance talent network. They certainly are. <laughs> they are a freelance talent network of professionals uh, with project work. If you're a company that needs help writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, and managing social media platforms, EconoWorks has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. EconoWorks. When we work. Find out more about Economy Works at economyworks.com. That's E C O N O M I W R K S dot com. Economy Works. Yeah. And we're done. Um, oh, we did it. We are. Um, living in new zealand now yeah we did it we become aussies and kiwis so uh why not we know yellow kiwi we know we know did you know that kiwis come in yellow yes they're supposedly higher in like vitamins vitamins vitamin b vitamins i don't know oh i don't know if that's like one of those genetically modified things could be i watched a woman make a sandwich that had a picture in the middle with a yellow kiwi it was a rose she put a picture of a... No, no. She made a picture. Out of a sandwich? Yes. Why did she waste food like that? You have a lot to learn. Are yes. you ready to? No. I have 73 hours of video for you to watch. Well, you also tried to make me watch a bunch of old videos last time, and uh, it did not go well. Well. <laughs> we can try again. 73 <laughs> times is the charm. Oh, boy. Uh, well, then we should probably wrap up then. Does that mean we tell them to get, get ruby, ruby with it? it?